0: You're listening to the World Wide Sports Radio Network.
1: Welcome to the Herd
0: and Ten Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Frutinski. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Herd and 10 podcast. I'm your host, Jake Furtinsky. Right beside me is Kevin Furtinsky, my brother. You will notice my voice is of course not sounding quite the same. I'm going through a bit of an illness here, at, uh, a little bronchitis. So, But look, nothing stops us from, from coming out and, and being here every week um i'm gonna try to be upbeat but it's it's tough after that loss against the new york jets it's really really a hard pill to swallow i think that we knew the jets weren't a bad team and the jets aren't a bad team but they are inferior to the buffalo bills and that was a game that the buffalo bills should have won even with josh allen playing as poorly as he did the bills only fell to the jets 20 to 17 it's not like the bills were out of reach in terms of winning this game they had plenty of opportunities i think von miller did a hell of a job but in the end josh allen and the offense really came up way way short of what they really needed to do kev how are you feeling right now and where is your head at in terms of the bills do you still think they're the best team in the league is this just like a bump in the road what are we dealing with here
1: obviously that was really rough yesterday i i don't know about our listeners but i was having a really tough time last night i was pretty i was pretty down about the bills and just in general it's it's rough it was pretty unwatchable from start to finish um even from the first drive i mean allen threw an absolutely idiotic interception where a guy was right in front of him and he just threw it right to the other team and he did that again later in the game i mean something allen's going going through a bit of a a swoon here at this sort of midpoint of the season and we better hope he gets it together quick because we have Miami and the Jets in even new England nipping at our heels here. And we're now zero two in the division. So it's definitely a concern. Um, and we don't play any more divisional games till towards the end of the season. We're going to basically need to run the table. Um, at least in those, we have three weeks in a row of divisional games, and we're going to basically need to run the table probably to win the division. So, um, and hopefully get the number one seed. We need to turn this around quickly. And Allen's—he is the driver of this bus. So as Allen goes, so do these bills. We don't have much of a running game. Yes, we have a good defense, but we're not going to score. We're not going to score points without Allen playing at his best. And yesterday he was not even close to his best last week against green bay he was pretty atrocious in the second half let's hope this is the bottom um for this season let's hope he comes to play next week against minnesota and for the rest of the season because i don't want to see this again he didn't get a lot of help from the o-line quezenberry in particular i noticed was getting blown up um for a good portion of the game he wasn't the only one um the big thing usually when a team favored by almost two touchdowns gets speed it's usually they're getting dominated in the trenches and that was the case yesterday we were dominated on both sides the jets o-line was absolutely destroying our d-line we got uh, we got no pressure we were unable to stop the run and our And our O-line was creating no holes for our running back and Josh Allen was running for his life. So, yes, Josh Allen didn't play a good game, but the O-line didn't do him any favors. So let's hope Spencer Brown will be back next week and our O-line can have a little bit more focus and get, you know, a little more physical so that we don't have to see... Alan run for his life.
0: Before we jump into the stock up, stock down, this is sort of a a quicker episode today, just (laughs) because of my throat, but you brought up something interesting and that's we lost in the trenches against the Jets. And it brings me to the question of scheme and strategy. If we see that our team is losing in the trenches, which would mean we're not going to be able to run the ball successfully, it also means we're not necessarily going to be able to have some of those longer passing plays that we're used to having where Josh can sit in the pocket, go through his reads, and make a big throw. Maybe it's a 15, 20, 25-yard throw. Don't you think that our coaching staff need to make an adjustment like after the first half the Jets certainly adjusted in the second half because they shut us out pretty much they gave up a field goal but our Buffalo Bills offense did not adjust I would have loved to see us scheme up some quicker plays adjust you have to be willing to adjust and you know Josh Allen in the second half did run a lot more than we've seen him run in quite some time which again probably a big red flag meaning you know he's not seeing things well he's not reading the field well but it's also a combination of you know yes him not seeing the field well but him not having the time that he needs because of guys like you mentioned Quezenberry who had a really tough game Deion Dawkins didn't have the greatest game either of course he had that no idea what hold at the end of the game they never showed it as far as i know it didn't exist but regardless of that i just it makes me question the coaching staff i'm sitting there i'm going okay the run game's not working fine the deep pass game isn't working okay that's kind of a big problem for the buffalo bills offense but we can still get the ball out quickly if we have to why aren't we strategizing and having more drag routes which if people don't know that's basically when you have a receiver essentially going one yard forward and then cutting across and just running across the field for a quick quick play for josh to just get the ball out of his hands or a quick slant play which we see sometimes on third downs But I wouldn't be opposed to us adjusting and starting to do that more in first down or second down, particularly when we're playing a team like the Jets who are getting pressure consistently on Allen. It's a problem. And we haven't actually seen a lot of teams get success like this against Josh. But I'm starting to worry that maybe this is the way to stop the Bills. And if more teams pick up on this, we could run into some problems. Let's talk about the stock up, stock down. I got a few stock ups. We'll start We'll start with the stock downs though. I want to get the negativity out of the way and start talking about some positives. But stock down, obviously Josh Allen. I mean, I still think he's a great quarterback. I'm not concerned about Josh, but it's not a great look. He's looked horrendous for pretty much two games now, at least the second half against the Packers and then he looked pretty damn bad against the jets it's definitely concerning i mean i don't think either of those teams have amazing defenses i think the jets have a good defense i don't think they have a great defense and i think they made josh look super confused i think they made him look nervous i think they made him look afraid and it showed he was rushing the ball in terms of throwing it too quickly sometimes sometimes too late he was inaccurate obviously horrendous decision making he only had two picks but he could have easily had three or four so some big concerns there for me I mean another one here Gabe Davis he has not been the guy that we saw last season and some people might get pissed off for me saying that but he really hasn't looked good this year I mean he's made some big plays he's had some big touchdowns but he's actually had now multiple games with drop polls and i don't know the stats on this i don't have it in front of me but he for sure he was one of the best receivers in terms of drop balls last year and this year he's he's had at least a drop every game from what i can remember and like plays that he should not be dropping the ball things where it's just like he's not focused he's not in the game and maybe part of that is he's not being involved enough i don't think he's getting enough targets I don't know he only had two or three targets in this game that to me is a problem also again it might come down to scheme it might come down to strategy maybe we're sending him too deep and when josh is rushed he's not able to make those deep passes to gabe davis that could be the case i think there's some adjustments that need to be made i think he should be getting involved earlier on in the game just like we've talked about with Diggs in the past where there were times where he didn't get involved early enough and it didn't end up being a great game for him i think it could be the same scenario with davis i think we need to really be getting him involved a little earlier and if it means a couple screen plays to him like so be it get him involved get him into the game because having him only touch the ball after like a quarter or two to me that's that's not really what you want from your second receiver who you claim could become a top tier receiver and then the final stock down i mean it's kind of two combined here johnson and hamlin i mean these guys just they're not pro our safeties i know we brought in dean marlowe i don't believe he played i mean he's got to learn a little bit maybe he'll come in next week but Hamlin and and Johnson to me are just not NFL safeties. There's nothing about these guys that screams they're ready to play at all. Bad instincts, bad tackling, you know, bad decision making. They don't help enough on the run game, which we got torched, and in and in some, like third down type situations they just don't seem to have the instincts to pick up on plays. And even if they're kind of in the right place at the right time, they're a little bit skittish when it comes to actually making the tackle. And sometimes Tremaine Edmonds falls into this where he watches the guy and lets the guy gain a couple yards and then tackles him and it's more of a conservative thing, like don't get beat, don't let a guy get 20 yards after. But if you're going to give them the three yards when it's third and three, it doesn't really matter because you've already given them the first down that you shouldn't have in the first place. So those are my you know, concerns for me in terms of stock down. Kev, I think you got the list in front of you as well, the stock ups. You want to go through those?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to mention one more stock down. To me, Ken Dorsey the last six quarters of football to not be able to figure out a scheme to get guys open. Because to me, it seems like we're there, like you said, a little more short game, you know, where we used to use Beasley to get open on these quick plays to sort of open things up. And that just wasn't there yesterday. We we didn't see enough scheming to get guys open i think the offense was way too vanilla we didn't see screen plays we didn't see any trickery we didn't see anything at all really i just didn't see enough i didn't see enough planning for a jets defense that actually is quite good so i think we walked into that game a little bit too overconfident and with a lack of preparation um to you know I know we didn't think that Allen would struggle that much, but I think part of the reason why he struggled was our O-line was brutal. And then we didn't adapt to the game flow at all. So to me, Ken Dorsey is a big stock down from the last, from the last, you know, six quarters because he's gotta, he's gotta be better. Frankly, he's gotta be a lot better. And then our stock up, yeah. I mean, Von Miller continues to impress. The guy makes plays when we need to make a play. He is vocal. He is the leader of this defense, especially with Poyer and Trey, you know, and Micah Hyde out. He's the biggest leader on this defense. And again, he showed up amazing with that strip sack at a huge time in the game. Obviously we still didn't win and it wasn't quite enough. And he probably would say, you know, he could be even better, but that was a massive play. Um, in the game. And then we also have, um, I thought James Cook played a nice game. He looked pretty elusive. We have to use him more. And again, that goes back to Ken Dorsey. James Cook should be on the field more. I think, again, he's a rookie. I get he made a fumble on his first carry. But get over it. Start playing him. He is more electric. He's more elusive than Devin Singletary. We need that type of player in our offense. And I see we got Naheem Hines and he's a similar player to James Cook, but James Cook can run. He can take handoffs and he can he can break off long runs and we need that. Singletary doesn't have the speed to do it. He can yeah, he can get 10 yards here and there. He can look decent, but he's not that electric playmaker. He's not a threat to take it to the house. James Cook needs to play more. And also Christian Benford, I thought, had a great game. Um, In a game where Dane Jackson, I thought, looked horrendous, Benford looked really good. Um, The fact of the matter is, I honestly think, from what I've seen, Benford has been our best corner so far this season. Um, We need Trey White to come back and play to his full potential. And honestly, I would definitely consider having Benford play across from him. Elam has been okay. He's been a bit up and down. Dean Jackson, the same. I think he's been a little bit up and down. Um, to me, once Trey White comes back, I would definitely consider keeping Christian Benford on the field um, because he's been good. To me, in this Super Bowl or bus type season, get the guys playing their best football on the field. Um, a, a little bit, I don't want to go back to stock down again, but Terrell Bernard I thought was absolutely horrendous. To me, that's just a reach having him play because we've seen Terrell Dodson and he's pretty capable linebacker. We may even win that game if Dodson plays over Bernard. Cause frankly, I didn't see anything from Bernard. He's undersized. He didn't make any impact plays. He barely even made a tackle. So I get they, they picked him in the third round. They want him to make an impact. They gave him a shot in a game. They thought we were going to win but obviously it didn't work out. So um, to me, some of it goes on the coaching staff. We need, we need our coaches to be better. Um, In the two games we lost, I thought the coaching made some massive mistakes where we are the better team in every way. And we just totally beat ourselves. And I don't blame it only on the players because some of it was just plain we got out-coached. And I thought in the game yesterday we got out-coached. Our coaches need to be better. Josh Allen needs to be better. Hopefully, we'll see a more complete game at home against Minnesota this week because we're going to need it if we're going to win.
0: That takes us straight into our final segment. We're going to wrap this up in about two minutes here. I just want to, just before we jump to that segment, you're so right, and, and I already brought this up on the offensive side, but it goes the same on the defensive side of the ball. The coaching staff has to adjust to Bernard and Tremaine Edmonds were getting gashed in the run game. Yes, we were losing in the trenches, but it's for the linebackers to then step in and make an impact. And when you see them unable to do so, you have to adjust and you need to stop relying on well we spent this draft pick on this guy and we spent this money on this is super bowl or bust at this point okay this is not you know we're trying to make the playoffs we're trying this is a championship caliber team this is a super bowl contending team this is the favorite in the entire NFL if Christian Benford is playing better than everyone put him in the guy hasn't missed a tackle all season. Okay, I've seen Hamlin miss tackles. I've seen Johnson miss tackles. I've seen Elam miss tackles. I've seen Dane Jackson miss tackles. Everyone has missed tackles, but Christian Benford. The Bills love to talk about, particularly the coaching staff. They love and love to talk about fundamental football. Be a good tackler. If you play good fundamental football, you'll start on this team. Well, I think it's time. Benford is playing fundamental football. The guy doesn't miss a tackle. He's in tight coverage always. He's always where he needs to be. Why is he not playing? He had an injury. Okay, he's back. Like, he came in and played. And he looked great. Our defense looked better than ever when he was in. And again, I don't think Elam's looked bad. I don't think Dane Jackson has looked bad. But have they looked good not really maybe at times elam in particular i think has had some really big moments he's had some big interceptions but in terms of consistency benford has been our most consistent cornerback and he consistently is being placed on the bench i don't understand it it's very very frustrating and honestly it's not all that different than your james cook argument Like it's getting a little ridiculous at this point. Singletary's looked good at times, but he by no means looks like a lead back that can carry this run game. We have one of the worst run games in the NFL. And what have we done to adjust that? We bring in Naheem Hines, a pass-catching running back. It doesn't make sense. And James Cook, for anyone who's listening right now, has looked really good in the run game not just pass catching I know our hope was that he'd be a great pass catching back and he definitely has that ability but he's been good in between the tackles again last game we were second and one and Devin Singletary couldn't gain a yard to get the first down and it ended up being third down that's just another example that Singletary is not a three down back And James Cook to me seems to not only have the speed that you talk about, Kev, that's more electric that can take it to the house. I actually think he's better after contact, too. I've seen him gain tough yards in big moments. So this is the time to start playing him. You're midway through the year, you've had some horrendous games, you've had some great games. But when you've been horrendous, it's because you've refused to change. Now, is the time to start adjusting now is the time there is no better time you cannot have games like this in week 10 in week 11 in week 12 it's it's inexcusable i mean it's bad that we did it now but it's tolerable because all these things are fixable but if the coaches want players to adjust the coaches need to adjust too so that taking us into our final segment here we're playing the Vikings keys to the game here I mean this is not an easy game coming in when we were flying high after beating Kansas City I wasn't thinking a whole lot about this game but now that we just lost to the Jets you better believe this is this is a serious game this is a game that we are in serious doubt of losing and we need to show up because the Vikings have a hell of a bad. Hell of a lot better run game than the New York Jets. Okay, the New York Jets lost their best running back, Brees Hall, and they still dominated. You better believe Dalvin Cook is going to get a lot of touches against us. And if we don't show up and if Matt Milano doesn't play, it's a big, big problem, right, Kev?
1: Yeah, we need Milano and Poyer back. Badly to get this defense back on track. But most importantly, to me, it's just Josh Allen has got to just clean it up. He's got to play a clean game where he's not throwing these absolutely idiotic interceptions. You know, you're playing a team that's seven and one. You can say what you want Minnesota, their schedule has been pretty soft. Um, They've been winning really close games. Um, They've gotten lucky a few times to get out with victories. Their record is what it says it is. They're 7-1 team. They're coming to Buffalo. They're riding high. And in order to win this game, we're going to need to play a clean game. We're going to need to not turn the ball over. We're going to need to run the ball at least decently and give Allen some time to throw. And let's get back to what we do best, which is our high-flying offense getting 30 points a game, you know, and letting our defense do what they do, you know, scoring 17 points. Like that's just not going to get it done most of the time. So we got to just play a better, more smooth game from start to finish. And I'll just mention one little thing. I think we desperately need Odell Beckham. I didn't think it a few weeks ago, but now you see, I'm Isaiah McKenzie struggling big time in the slot. Gabe Davis struggling on the outside. Dawson Knox is not a threat at all. Who is scary in this offense other than Stefan Diggs? If teams shut down Diggs, it becomes a real problem. I actually think we should sign Odell Beckham. I think we should make a huge play for him and don't take no for an answer, frankly. We should. You know, we should follow Vaughn Miller's lead and just be like, you're coming to Buffalo and that's end of story. You know, give him what he wants and just go for the Super Bowl now.
0: Again, this is Super Bowl or bust. This is the year to do it. Go all in. I agree. I think OBJ would be an amazing addition. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago and he was the pickup that I said that we needed to make and we need him now more than ever my only concern is he might not want to come because he doesn't think that we're as good as we thought we were again let's not get ahead of ourselves we've had a couple rough games i still think we're a great team i think josh will come into form i do think we might see a little bit more of growing pains from him. i don't know if he's all of a sudden going to be lights out now the rest of the season i think it's a little bit of a roller coaster this year and part of that is I don't think our line has been quite as good as they probably should be. And our run game obviously continues to struggle. But I think with our defense keeping us in games, even if Josh doesn't have a great game, as long as he doesn't play like absolute shit, which is what he did against the Jets, we should be able to win. And he talked about that. You, We can win these games even if Josh plays an okay game. He doesn't always have to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. He just needs to be good and he really, really needs to protect the ball against a team like the Vikings who know how to win and they know how to win tight games. You need to protect the ball. It's so incredibly important. So that's going to do it for this episode. Appreciate everyone listening. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.